No, think about it. Like this guy was found wanting. He didn't measure up. So are we found wanting? Mm. What is your weight in gold? Mm. Remember Lamentations. Lamentations 4 verse 2. How the precious children of Zion once worth their weight in gold are now considered as pots of clay. The work of a potter's hands. Are we still worth our weight in gold? Or are we found wanting? You know, Proverbs 16 verse 2 says, All the ways of a man appear in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. It's our spirit that is being weighed. His spirit was found wanting. His spirit did not measure up to the weight of God's people and God's anointed. He was a proud guy. He saw his father go down the path of almost becoming inhuman, but it didn't face him. He disrespected God. Are we disrespecting God with the measure of gold, the measure of spiritual treasure that he's entrusted to us? We've done several studies where we talked about Revelation 1, where well, Jesus was speaking to one of the churches and he's like, come to me and buy pure gold. And we found out that that pure gold was faith. Pure faith, undiluted faith. Are we disregarding the measure of faith that God has placed on our lives? We sit down, we have these issues bothering us. And instead of stepping out in faith, what is faith? Faith is when you no longer look at things in the natural. You're looking at them in the spirit. And you call those mm. things that be not as though they are. Mm. God has entrusted you with this gold, this weighty, weighty measure of gold for you to utilize. But no, we neglect that and we sit down and we say, why is me? Things will never change. It happened to my mother. So it's going to happen to me too. Woe is me. I've been battling with this infirmity. I prayed and prayed for years. It hasn't changed. Woe is my children. I have done this and done that and I'm not seeing a change. Are we defaming the God who has given us such great treasure? Are we defaming the God who is empowering us to have so much weight? In the spirit, are we choosing to live in the flesh and be very prideful? Are we choosing to be found wanting before the God who measures our spirits? Again, I repeat Proverbs 16 2. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes. I'm sure Belshazzar's ways felt pure in its eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. The Hebrew word for glory is kabod. It means weight. God's eternal significance is seen in the fact that he brought the whole universe. All of this glory you see, it's weighty. The Greek term for glory is doxa, which speaks of honor, dignity, praise, and all of this. This is the weight of your God. And you are made in his likeness and he bestows you. With all of this mighty, mighty treasures in the spirit, mm. gold, silver, all of this is what mm. you carry to be weighed out in the house of the Lord, to use it for the glory of God. Mm. What are you doing with it? Mm-hmm. The next question is, how do I increase my weight? Mm. Will my spiritual weight increase when I begin to grow in expressing the things that carry greater weight? Mm-hmm. Could it be? 
we have not been taught to focus on the weightier things, kind of like how Valerie has been working us out every weekday from 7 to about 8.30 to keep our temple in shape. And you eat healthy, nourishing food, right? To keep yourself healthy, to keep your weight in check, all of that. Mm -hmm. Could it be that by nourishing yourself with all the spiritual weights mm -hmm. would make you increase your weight in the spirit? Because remember, right. in the spirit, you're gaining the weight. You're feasting on things that will increase the weight. In the natural, if you don't focus on eating healthy and you're eating things that build up fats in the wrong places and keep you unhealthy, then you get sick and your growth is taunted, right? Could it be, could it be that we are feasting on the wrong things in the spirit and that has taunted our growth? Could it be that we are found wanting on God's scale? We are not measuring up because we are feasting on the less weightier things, just like Belshazzar. Giving glory to the idols of the earth, being caught up with an earthly lifestyle and not measuring up to God's standard of holiness. As he weighs all spirits, how do I weigh in the spirit? So check that. How do I begin to practice a healthier lifestyle in the spirit? Eating healthy, nutritious, non-GMO, organic foods and exercising daily. How does that transfer in the spirit? When somebody does it in the natural, they begin to see an increased energy, right? And Valerie can tell us more about the differences you begin to feel in your body. When your mind is clearer, you are more focused, Totally different from if you weren't keeping your body healthy. Mm -hmm. So in the spirit, how do you make sure that you're focusing on the things that increase your weight? Amen. That you have more energy and more zeal for the things of God. Think about it. I want us to take time and think about it because Jesus spoke clearly about it. Incidentally, he placed much blame on religious leaders for being responsible for people feeding upon and being stuck on things of lesser weight. Huh. Jesus did. And we'll talk about the verse that Jesus mentioned. Huh. Because I want us to begin to, every day, to constantly assess, assess yourself. What is weightier in the grand scheme of things? Every time you want to make decisions, which one is weightier? We're, we're supposed to, Look out for the things that will cause us to gain weight in the spirit. Hmm. You consider it. Are you willing to teach your children God's ways, even if it hurts their ego? Mm -hmm. You know, it will hurt their ego now, but then it helps and protects them from Satan's grip and keeps them free of unnecessary scars. Oh, you know, yeah. scars that later affect their self-esteem, scars that later make them make wrong choices. I find other parents are like, they would rather, oh no, let them go on and make mistakes. You know, they learn from mistakes. Really? That is when you're hoping that they remember what was taught them in Sunday school. No. What is weightier? To take the time and to train them in the ways of God so that they grow in their spirit's man. 
They know who they are and then they can begin to exercise those gifts and be a blessing to our world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say, even if you're with your son or your, your child or your adult child and they're doing something that you see they're struggling with, and, and sometimes you feel like, oh, well, do I want to go ahead and pray with them on that? Pray with them. Yes. You know, absolutely. Pray with them because, you know, the, your enemy doesn't want you to do that. And I've caught myself a couple of times. I'm willing to pray with everybody else. Who am I? Who am I not to pray with my own children? Exactly. Pray for them and with them. So, you know, pray with them. And, and when I find myself doing that, my kids, they thank me for it. Thank you, mom. Yes. I appreciate that. Wow. You're pouring out that weight upon them, the cupboard of God. Amen. And remember, the more you use it, the more it grows. Yeah. You're trading it. The more you yes. use it, the more it grows. If you don't use it, then it's stagnant. Sits there. So we are to use it. We are to multiply it. God yeah. is weighing our spirits. If you're praying and exercising faith, all of that, you're just increasing the weight of gold that you carry in the spirit. Mm. Amen. Alma, you posted, I think, Proverbs 22, verse 6. Can you read it for us, please? Mm. Trade up a child of the way they should go, so when they grow old, they will not depart from it. Amen. 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 Thank you for that. Amen. Yeah. My thing is, I feel like parents, um, the enemy likes to come in and twist things. Um, mm -hmm. And when I say that, it's because the world will tell you, or I've had other Christian friends tell me, oh, no, don't force your kids to go to church. Don't force them to do this or do that. I'm like, when they're young, Right. You know, the, one of the commandments, honor your mother and your father. It doesn't say if they're right, only when you feel like <laughs> it, only when you, right. only when they give you everything you want. No, yes. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're the parent. You take that child to, to church. You take it mm -hmm. to youth. You take it to Sunday mm -hmm. school. You take mm -hmm. that child everywhere that the word is spoken. Because, and because not only that, they make connections with teachers with other children yes. that mm -hmm. that encourage them. You may not see it right away, but they're mm -hmm. picking up little nuggets here and there. Most That's parents right. will be like, nope, I'm, I, I, I just don't have time for that. Or they don't want to argue with their kids on the way to church. I'm like, no, mm -hmm. just do it. Yeah, just yeah. Just do it. Yeah. You're just putting so much in their bank account for heaven is exactly, what you're doing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And as they become an adult, they remember that. So that verse is very prevalent. I mean, it's very to what's going on with our kids. Because, you know, they don't just forget, right? Nope. God doesn't put that forgetfulness in there. They they remember where their roots came from. Amen. And even if they go through a Torah mall, they'll come back to it. Just yeah. like that scripture. That's a promise. Yep. Amen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you, ladies. Yeah. So I want us to read Matthew 23, verse 23. Jesus spoke clearly about what is weightier in the spirit. And he placed a lot of blame on teachers like me, like you, mm. for being responsible, for mm -hmm. feeding people with things that have lesser weight in the spirit. Mm. And so people are not weighty in the spirit. God's people are found wanting on his scales of justice. Mm -hmm. Because of you and me, we are the ones. Mm -hmm. 
You know, when somebody does not know how to walk in the spirit or the things that make for spiritual strength and holiness and consecration and glory and all of that, you cannot blame them when we, the teachers, are not teaching them what is right. And Jesus was very upset with these leaders and he's very upset with us today, teachers of God's word. Matthew 23, verse 23. Want to use scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. He says, this you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. Why are we feasting on the less weighty things? Yes, do the less weighty things, but can you put emphasis on the things that are more weighty in the spirit? You know, other translations say, woe is you, teachers of the law, you hypocrites. Others say, great sorrow awaits you. You are fraudsters. You are pretenders. The weightier matters are more important. As a teacher of God's word, I just feel so cautioned by this word, by Jesus Christ himself. You know, I don't want to fall into the trap of placing emphasis on tithes, which we should do. And of course, our ministry needs all of the finances possible to spread this good word, you know. So I'm all for that. But I want to place emphasis on the weightier matters. And that's why we're engaging the spirit realm and growing our spirit man so that we can be waiting in the spirit. We're not neglecting the ones down the line like tithes. You know, they were paying attention. Oh, this herb from my crops, I got like 24 herbs. Um, how do I, you know, and then they cut pieces and they make sure everything is accurate. Why are you fixated on this thing so much when, when you should be, you should be fixing your eyes on the weightier matters? That's right. I like it when in the TBT, it says, it says, um, these matters are fine, yet you ignore the most important duties of all to walk in the love of God, to display mercy to others and to live with integrity. Wow. And it says, readjust your values and place first things first. That's what exactly. it says. Yeah. Absolutely. So today, I want to continue to empower you to understand and pay attention to your spirits. Like Jesus said, he said, justice, mercy, and faith. I want to challenge you towards justice and love. How can you show justice to those around you? Pray for justice for those who have nobody, no voice. How can you practically seek ways to reach out to see how to be a blessing to them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? I want you to begin to engage the desire of God. I want to empower you in that. I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far, but you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support. And thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ 
tore the veil when he died and he took us into heaven he seated us in heavenly places with God so right now we are in that seated position <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man so I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning it was all about a spiritual interaction so he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently what stopped that what took us away from that this is all and so much more you will encounter in spirit 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 so i want you right now i want to encourage you go for it go grab your copy please grab your copy tell me about it tell me what the lord is already doing in your life tell me what the lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for i encourage you to give the gift of the spirit